0: Hi friends, thanks for listening to God Has a Plan for Your Life. My name is Kathy and I'll be your host for today. I hope everybody's having a great day today. I want to share with you some scriptures and we're going to get into deep revelation. Some of you may have already heard this and some of you may be listening for the first time. So once again, my name is Kathy and thank you for listening to God Has a Plan for Your Life. I want to get into the scriptures and we're going to talk about God sees hears and he knows everything God sees, hears and he knows everything nothing is absolutely hidden from him God is not deaf, he's not blind he cannot be bribed he can't be manipulated and he can't be fooled come on now I'm preaching, I'm not talking about any God I'm talking about the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, the Alpha and Omega the beginning and the end you gotta keep in mind my friends that are listening god doesn't operate like man his thoughts and his ways surpass that of a man they're always higher you may be asking Kathy what does that mean sometimes god allows things to happen in your life for a reason for a time for a season for a purpose he knows exactly what he's doing at all times god knows everything he knows your past he knows your present he knows your future he knows your potential he knows everything all at once he not only knows what was he knows what is and what's to come and what you're going to become and we got to keep in mind my friends that God does these things to teach us lessons He wants to demonstrate his agape love towards us so that we learn in these lessons and that we don't keep repeating the same mistakes, the same life cycle, and just going around in circles. And the reason why God does that, because if he doesn't, we wouldn't believe in him and we wouldn't learn. See, I want to give you an example. You know, some people always say, don't judge a book by its cover. But it's also important for us to really get to know the people inside and out. And that's what God does. Let me give you a scripture. The Bible says that God searches the hearts of men. That's in Romans chapter 8, 27. That means that God looks deep inside human beings. And instead of evaluating us by the way the world looks at us through the surface, through the outside, God knows every thought of ours. God knows us the way we truly are, not just the way we seem to be. And the scriptures from Genesis all the way through Revelations, even illustrate that to us over and over again. God knows us inside and out like the back of his hand. You know, and some of you may be thinking, "Man, Kathy, that's frightening. I I never knew that. I never this is the first time hearing that." And that's okay. I want you to know that God sees everything that there is to know about us. Everything that we're thinking, our motives, our thoughts, our weaknesses, our strengths, our habits. Come on now, I'm preaching. He knows the very words we're going to speak even before we roll them off our tongue. He knows all our business. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 30, Jesus said, The very hairs of our head are numbered. Imagine that. Isn't that amazing? God is all knowing. He's aware. Of everything about us. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at once. So you may be thinking, Kathy, I'm all the, all the way in Australia. I'm all the way in Canada. I'm in the in United Kingdom. I'm in a small little uh, town in Indonesia. God knows exactly who you are. And truth be told, we can't hide anything from God. We can't hide anything from him. There's nothing that stops his vision. Night won't help, hiding won't help, we can't escape him. That should be a sobering thought for us right there. One that we should be remembering at all times. He knows our prayers even before we pray. Matthew chapter six, verse eight. He knows when we get up in the morning. He knows when we go to bed at night. Psalms 139, verses two to three. He knows everything we're going to do tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, every moment of every day until the moment of our death. Psalms 136, 16. He records every word we say and will someday call us to account for every careless, thoughtless, unkind comment. So I want you to keep that in mind. If you're married and you have a wife... And you're a husband and you are disrespecting your wife, you're demeaning her in public, you're not honoring her, or you're pretending like you're single. And maybe you have social media and you don't want to put her on the social media. That's not godly, that's not what a godly man should do. Here it says, The Lord searches every heart and understands every motive behind the thoughts. First Chronicles chapter 28 9 the eyes of the lord are everywhere keeping watch on the wicked and on the good proverbs chapter 15 verse 3 he sees what is behind and what is ahead all the threats and all the dangers and that also goes for any wives out there who are constantly bickering you know sometimes uh you may be asking or a wife may be trying to talk to her husband in a loving kind way to let him know how she's feeling and what she's going through and the wife may feel like she's never getting anything out of it Like it comes across as if the husband doesn't care about her, her feelings it comes across as if he's disrespecting her that he doesn't honor her that godly man needs to get in deep prayer and reflect and ask himself why is it that my wife things like this and he needs to listen to her God says a husband should love his wife as Christ loves the church and if that husband is not putting her second and the reason why I say second because God comes first God always comes first and then the wife should come next if that husband is not honoring his wife is not guarding her heart is putting other people before her That man needs to check himself and go back to the scriptures and ask himself, why is my wife feeling like this? Why is my wife telling me this? And the same goes for the wives. If the wives are doing something to the husband, you got to keep in mind, my friends, there's always an action that happens first and then a reaction, someone in The household or someone does an action and because of that action, whether it be good or bad, then there is a reaction and that reaction is going to be good or bad. And you got to understand that you got to take that into consideration. But let me get back to the scriptures of what God says. God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether it is good or whether it is evil. Ecclesiastics, chapter 12, verses 13 through 14. First Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 5. Therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord comes, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsels of the heart. Those things should bring comfort to our hearts. All these truths should encourage us and pause us to think. It should pause us to think. Wow, our God is awesome. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at once. He knows everything I'm going to say. I can't hide from him. You can't play hide and seek with God, no matter how much you want to. If God truly knows all things, and if he ordains all things, then everything that happens to us must happen as a part of his plan. Let me read. say that again so you guys can write that down. This is getting good. God truly knows all things and if he ordains all things then everything that happens to us must happen in the part of his plan isn't that awesome sometimes you may hear God works in mysterious ways everything that happens to us is a part of our plans for our lives there are no accidents with God there's no mistakes with God it's his divine will his divine will will always be done I want you to remember the story about Joseph. His brothers did everything they could hoping to destroy him. Little did they know or realize that even then, God was at work to bring about his purpose, to accomplish his plan. And that's why Joseph could say, You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. That's in Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. Come on now, I'm preaching. I am preaching. Are you getting it? Can I get an amen? So I want you to understand when people plot and scheme all their manner, evil against you, hoping to retard your progress or hoping to destroy you, don't worry about it. Take comfort. God sees, hears, and knows everything. He knows all your enemies. He knows all the people talking about you behind your back. He knows all the trials. He knows what he's going to put in your path. But most of all, he knows the plans that he has for you. He knows the path in which he wants you to be led. He knows how he's going to work out your trials. When you read about Joseph's story being thrown into the pit, it wasn't the end of the story. It was just the beginning. Just read the end and you'll see. When Pharaoh inflicted great difficulty on the children of Israel and after God instructed Moses to tell Pharaoh, let my people go, it wasn't the end of the story. It was just the beginning. And we got to remember that it was God who hardened Pharaoh's heart. And that was all of God's plan. God knew everything that he's doing. God's not sitting up on the throne and saying, oh my gosh, there goes so and so. They made a mistake again. Or, oh my goodness, look what they got into. Or, oh my God, did they ever get any, are they ever going to get anything right? No, God's not like that. God knows everything that we do. He's constantly looking down at us and seeing what we're doing. He keeps a record consistently of even the most innermost secrets of our hearts. Man, that's, a, that's awesome right there. That also gives me goosebumps. He keeps a record consistently. So we need to be mindful of that. I know right now through over all the world, it, it, it may seem chaos and turmoil, But God's still in control. He's going to provide a way through the wilderness. And God sees everything that's going to happen before it even happens. He already knew that it was going to take place even before it's taking place. Have any of you heard about the story of the doubting Thomas? Thomas had to see and touch the holes of the master's sides. Who's the master? Jesus Christ. He had to see it and touch him. He had to get a hands-on. And he was like, Jesus, I need to believe. Let me touch you. So he touched his hands. He touched his feet. So in order for him to believe. And that's the way only—that's the way that some of us will believe. But sometimes we got to walk through it to fully understand. Remember the story about Noah. Noah warned the people about the flood, but everybody laughed at him. Until they saw it from themselves. Sometimes there's going to be people... Maybe within your own family or friends or enemies that are laughing at you for the word that you give. Come on now, I'm preaching. But then it may be too late. Sometimes we pray for things only when we receive them, only to realize that it wasn't good for us. There's a lesson that we got to learn in each facet, in each area of our life. And God is there teaching us these lessons. Even when we're in the middle of stress and worry situations, when we're in the middle of hardships and difficulties, when everything seems to be going the wrong way, God can be working his purpose out in your life. Whether it be financial worries, illness, uncertainty, doubt, today God is still on the throne. God is working his purpose out for you. And that time is drawing near. So what can we do to work God's work, to prosper and increase the love of God in all mankind? What can we do? We can pray and ask God to help us sow the seed, to sow into other people's lives so that they can accept Jesus Christ. We can ask God to help us with our own situation, our own difficulty, our marriage, our family, our children. What is it that you want me to do today, Lord? When you wake up, I know some of you uh, may be working long hours. Some of you may be working from home because of COVID. Some of you may not even be working and you're looking for a job. Keep in mind, the minute that you wake up, you need to pray and first of all, thank the Lord that you're alive, that he gave you another day at life. He gave you another day to breathe. He gave you another day to live. Then you also need to thank the Lord and ask him, Lord, what is your plan for my life today? What would you like me to do today? I know some of you in different countries, uh, some of you may be going through famine, some of you may be going through the lockdowns, some of you may have been stricken with COVID and God sees it all. God sees your tears. In Psalms 56.8, it says that God holds your tears in a bottle and he records every single tear. So I want to ask you, my friends, those that are listening throughout the world, And I want to tell you that God loves you. God loves you. He's an all-knowing God. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at once. He sees you driving in the car to work. He sees you when you come home. He sees you when you're sleeping, when you awake. He sees how you're treating your spouse. He sees if you're being nice to your wife or if you're demeaning her. He sees if you're making fun of her or playing games with her. God sees it all. I want to encourage you today that let this be a word of of, uh, meditation for you to meditate on the scriptures that I gave you that are of the Lord that lets us know that he knows the very numbers of hair on each of our heads. There's millions and billions of people all over the world and God can hear each and every one of you all at once, and all separate. He's all knowing, and he's a loving God, and he loves you. Heavenly Father, we just pray for everyone that's listening out there, Father God. We thank you that those that are listening in the United States, and we pray for them. We pray for all the marriages, Lord God. We pray for those that are in separation or divorce, Lord God. If it be your will for reconciliation, we pray that you bring them together. We pray for the marriages, Lord God, that are struggling, Lord God, where the husbands are demeaning their wives and they're being disrespectful, Lord God. We pray for those husbands to have conviction that the Holy Spirit speak to them now. We ask you, Lord God, to pray for those wives that are feeling hurt, that are feeling disrespected and lost, that are feeling unloved. And we ask you, Lord God, that you're their comforter, you're their friend. Your, they're your bride, Lord God. We ask you to touch them now in Jesus' name we pray. We pray for every child out there that is dealing with hunger, Lord God. We pray for those that haven't had food for, in days, Lord God, and we ask you to make a way where there is no way. We ask you, Father God, that those that are dealing with COVID-19 and may have been stricken with a disease, we pray and we rebuke every sickness and every disease out of their body right now in Jesus Christ's name. We pray for all those that have lost their jobs, Lord God. Your word says that to let go of those things that lie behind and press on towards the mark, the goal, the goal. We thank you, Father God, that you're going to make a way where there is no way and give them hope and give them a future, Lord God. Father God, if they're struggling to pay the bills, Lord God, we pray that you send divine appointments in their path, Lord God, that they be blessed financially, Lord God. We pray for every single person that's listening to the podcast, and we ask you, Lord God, that they receive you as their personal Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you never accepted Jesus Christ into your heart and today's his first day of listening to the podcast and you wanna ask God into your heart, just repeat after me. Lord, I'm a sinner and I repent of my sins today. I turn my back on sin, I turn my back on the devil and I turn my back on the demon forces and I ask you to come into my heart today. I make you Lord of my life. I believe you sent your Jesus Christ, son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for me, and three days later he rose again. And in John 3, 16, it says, For whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. I thank you, Lord, that you've written my name in the Lamb's book of life, which is a big book in heaven that has everyone's name that accepted you into their heart. I thank you, Lord God, that it will never be blotted out. And when it's my time for you to call me home, and I see you face to face, I'm going to hear those beautiful words. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the kingdom of heaven, and I'll be able to walk the streets of gold and and live with you forever and ever. But Lord God, we also pray for those who choose, who have chosen not to accept you, Lord God, who have chosen to reject you, to mock you, to make fun of you. Lord God, we pray for those hardened hearts, Lord God, Because of the day that they die, they will be forever in darkness and spend eternity with the devil and demon forces. And when they see you face to face, you're going to say, depart from me, you wicked sinner. I never knew you. Lord God, the Bible says, we know, Lord God, that the Bible says that tomorrow is not promised. And that today is the day that we need to repent and ask God to forgive us of our sins. We know, Lord God, that your word said that there's no one perfect on earth except Jesus Christ. And we thank you that you sent your son, the Lamb of God, to die for our sins. We thank you, Lord God, that he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he's interceding and praying for us. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that your word says that even when one soul repents, that all the angels up in heaven are rejoicing and we thank you that they are rejoicing for every single person that accepted Jesus Christ today. We pray this in your name. Amen. Be blessed. Be encouraged. I want you to listen to the podcast. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Please send the link. Life is short. I hope everybody's having a great day today. Be blessed. Be encouraged. You may be going through hard times. You may be struggling in your marriage. You may have a husband that disrespects you, dishonors you, and you try to tell him how you feel and he doesn't understand. Rest assured that God sees what that husband is doing and he will have to be accountable one day. We pray for all the men out there, Lord God, they may be single that want a wife, Lord God. Your word says that it's not good for men to be alone. And we ask you to provide them with a helpmate. We ask you this in Jesus name. Amen. Be blessed. Be encouraged. Once again, thank you for listening to God has a plan for your life. My name is Kathy. Have a blessed day.